welcome to the latest edition of the Lawrence University Career Center podcast. I'm Ty Collins, and before we begin today, I'd like to send thanks to Marissa Lake, who filled in for me on the last three episodes of the Career Center podcast. Marissa wanted to get some podcasting experience. I was happy to turn things over to her. Uh, She's graduated from Lawrence now this past June and is off to grad school, but fear not, you will again hear from Marissa. I've got her lined up as a guest in just a couple of episodes. In the meantime, today we're going to chat with Chen Su Zhu. She was born in China and graduated from Lawrence in 2018 with a bachelor's degree in psychology and was a frequent visitor to the Lawrence Career Center. While a student, she completed internships with Innovative Services and the Wisconsin Early Autism Project. After graduating, she moved to Virginia to work for Compass Counseling Services as a behavior support clinician, and then decided to try something entirely different, selling cars. A little while later, another career change, this time into the world of computer programming. She's now a Pegasus Systems architect with Skillstorm. Chen Su, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. All right, so I'd like to start out with just tell us, uh, Chen Su, what is Pega? Um, Pega is a platform that's built based on Java. What you do is that developers can build application for our clients. And our clients include, you know, insurance company, healthcare, government, bank, etc. So what Pega does, you can think as a framework that helps all those clients to resolve their own unique business problems. So you work for Skillstorm. Tell us more about specifically what you do and maybe kind of walk us through a typical day if you can. Sure. So I joined Skillstorm back in 2019. And before I didn't have any IT related experience, what Skillstorm does is that they provide eight weeks of training and we would have an online exam at the end. And then for those who pass those exams, of course, we got the PEGA certificates. And after you got all this experience, training and certificates, Skillstorm would start scheduling you interviews with companies like Sky Solutions, Tech Mahendras, Ernst & Young. So I passed a few interviews and now I'm a contractor of Ernst & Young. And then for those who might not know, being a contractor means you do the work for Ernst & Young, but you're not actually an employee of theirs. You are still an employee of Skillstorm. Yes. And you do your work remotely? Yes. How do you like working uh, working from home versus having to go to the office? I think I would prefer to go to the office because that way I can interact with my coworkers, you know, talk to my talk to them and uh, try to get my question answered as soon as possible. But now we will have to uh, work remotely because Ernst Young actually have the office in Georgia, which is way too far away from where I live right now. So I guess it's good and bad. I can save some time on commute. As I mentioned earlier, you majored in psychology. You did some internships in that psychology area while you were in college. And then you did some, some other things right out of college. How did you make that transition into a technology field with no previous technology experience? 
Well, I have given my psychology degree several chances. You know that, Ty. You know how that ended, and it didn't go well. I've worked with kids, teenagers who need help. Most of them were diagnosed with the autism. It was a very tough job because I tried like really, really hard to help them. But at the end of the day, I was just exhausted and uh, I kept wondering, have I made any impact on their life? Will I ever make it? And the answer is no. So I knew I got to try something different. <laughs> I remember having some some uh, rough conversations uh, with you after after uh, some days that I know you had some very hard days doing that. So I understand yeah. that. So then how did that transition to tech take place? I was just starting browsing online and you helped me as well. I, I remember I told you that I would like to have a more stable job, you know, because of COVID, a lot of jobs has paused, they laid, laid off people and uh, it was just a very difficult time. And I had a time to actually starting to think of my life. Do I want you know, doing something that I was doing for the rest of my, of my life, or I would rather to learn something new and be able to live on it. So we started browsing, actually, you did it with me. And we go to like indeed.com. I think we started with something data entry job, because I thought that would be a starting point. But we end up finding this company skill store where they actually hire people with no experience. And so I was. Yeah, I remember lucky. that. And I uh, remember you saying the, the interview, you were nervous about the interview because you didn't have the experience, but you said it went actually really well, went yep. surprisingly yep. good. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, you've been there ever since. So, in what way did your time at Lawrence help prepare you for your current profession? Mm, to be honest, I would say the most helpful part would be having this relationship with career services, because what I feel like after working for, for a couple of years is that, yes, having a degree you know, is important, uh, getting educated is important, but when you're actually looking for a job, experience actually take higher priority than what you did at school. So... I would say like finding the very first job or intern is it was very difficult and uh, you really need to connect with career services because they help you with your resume and everything. I remember we went to a career fair and uh, yeah, you helped me prepared, you know, what to wear, what to say. And we did a couple round of mock interview. So that was really helpful. And what I appreciate most is even after I graduate, you know, I, I've graduated for, for a couple of years, I still feel like I can connect back to career services to get career advice. So I think that was the most helpful thing that I got from Lawrence University for my position. I had forgotten about that job there. That was the, uh, the one in February or March. We took a school bus down to uh, West Dallas near yep. Milwaukee. Yep. That big job fair we have, and then uh, rode the school bus back. That was a long day. <laughs> yep, it was a good time. <laughs> well, I appreciate you um, having those nice things to say about our office, and, and and definitely you frequented the office a lot, and that shows you know your dedication to and commitment to finding the right fit for you and and pursuing a career. And 
you know, there's no required number of visits to the career center, but, you know, you made the most of your opportunities and, and that eventually paid off. So um, we were very happy to, to have you. And I was very fortunate to, to meet you and, and become friends with you. So now there was that period between uh, using that psychology degree and moving into IT where you sold cars for a while. What was that like? It was fun. It was really fun because after I worked with, you know, kids and realized that I am a very result oriented person that I need to see the result. I, I can't just work on a project or work with somebody without seeing any progress. So I decided to try something new. I feel like selling cars could be one of them, right? You put effort on it, you would sell a car. Oh, that's wrong. That was the wrong image. So... <laughs> I got to talk to a lot of people every day. It was actually pretty interesting. I enjoyed talking to people and they would tell me all different kinds of stories that I don't remember. The only downside is that I was not good at persuading. I mean, you would think psychology would taught me something, you know, like the foot in the door technique, whatever technique they taught me. I could not get a hang of it. I was not selling cars. I was just mainly talking to people, wasting <laughs> our times. <laughs> I think sales is just that kind of job where either you naturally have the ability to sell or you don't. It's something yeah. that's hard to teach, I think. Yeah, um, I, I don't know how other people is doing it, but I get distracted so easily. If, you know, if people ask me some questions, I would answer, but then we direct away from our selling cars and then we went to the wazoo and <laughs> never come back well it doesn't sound like though it, it was a terrible experience and it sounds like you probably got a couple good stories out of it yep. as i mentioned earlier when we began the, the podcast uh, you uh, were an international student when you arrived at lawrence what advice do you have for current lawrence international students as they start to think about summer internships or post-graduation jobs what should they be doing I they should be starting looking into a job now no matter if you are freshman sophomore but you you have to start now that the earlier is the best because like i mentioned yes doing school related activity is important but just think about when you are finally ready to find a job but on your resume all you have was school activity that's actually not as good as another student who have already have a several interns or job opportunities for on their resume. I would say, you know, call career services now, call them today and schedule an appointment as soon as possible. That's what I would suggest. And also if you don't have a resume or you, you know, you, you're not ready, you think you should wait. No, don't wait, just start now. It is important that international students should know that if you are going to do an internship while you're at Lawrence, it has to be in your field of study, which isn't true for domestic students, but for international students, that is a requirement. So that even requires a bit more time and, and work to find those opportunities. Um, yeah. And if you're a psychology major, you know, and then you're looking for a job, you can still reach out to me that I can help you, you know, find some related to field jobs that... <laughs> It was not a good fit for me, but it might be a good fit for you. And that leads us right into this, which is you are available uh, on LinkedIn. That's how I, I found you and you responded right away. So you must uh, be on there quite a bit and, and just asked you to join us here. And you did. So students can find you there on LinkedIn if they do have questions. Is there anything else you would want 
our audience to uh, hear from you about your story before we wrap things up today. Yes, one more thing I would like to add is that I feel like when everybody started to looking into a job, they're just most of people like not everybody, but I think most of the students would be wondering what do I want to do, and if this is the job for me. And from my experience, is that the answer is actually not that important because the more jobs you try, the better you will understand yourself. And even if you get a job that you don't like right now, but you still get experience of okay, hey, I don't like this type of job because of X Y Z. So in the future, I will try to find a job. That doesn't have this X Y Z. So having an intern, summer intern, is really really valuable because it's not required to get a desired job right now, but it's to experience to know yourself better. Just give it a try. That's great advice. We should hire you to work in career center. I did. I tried <laughs> to apply career services, and you guys rejected me. What were we thinking? I don't know. Clearly, that was an error on somebody's part before I was involved in in hiring. So, <laughs> all right, Chen Su, it has been a pleasure reconnecting with you and talking with you today. Thank you so much for joining us on the Lawrence University Career Center podcast. Thanks for having me.